This is the Born Offside podcast. It's an entirely free podcast about the World Cup. Sharing this podcast is essential for your well-being. Share it now so that you don't fall down dead all of a sudden. Thank you, everyone. Welcome to the Born Offside podcast. Uh, this is episode three. And uh, I think we can all safely say that um, Football Christmas, the World Cup is well underway. It's properly started. There's excitement. Uh, I know Jay is giddy. Like you're literally giddy. Are you just giddy? Or what's, what's the word to describe your current mental status? I, have, have you noticed by my apparent silence, uh, <laughs> but, you know, in, in the first 20 seconds of when you're talking that I'm trying very hard. Uh, giddy is a, is a wonderful word. You can use that one. That's fine. We'll use giddy. Uh, what's your current level of, of sleep at? How many hours of sleep uh, have you had in the last 24? I, I had two, two hours sleep. Um, okay. And uh, yeah, the, the idea was to come back uh, after having watched it at 4 a.m. and try and get uh, try and get some some kip. I, I got to bed, uh, but I just I just couldn't sleep. So um, yeah, yeah, two hours. How, how much alcohol consumed? <laughs> Not that much actually, because uh, uh, I, um, I I went. I tried to sort of go. I actually went to bed before it and then went out so i didn't go out all night so um i came back home first and then i went out so uh, by the time i got out there we were just sort of settling down and getting ready and going for it okay so let's let's start mate with the most pressing reviews of yesterday's plays the most important place to start let's start with egypt uruguay did you see the game Egypt Uruguay i have to say and uh, uh, that i i watched the first uh, watched the first half yeah, uh, that's I good because I watched the second half. So and you watched the first. We can cover it. <laughs> so I'll tell you what. I'll, we can just go for it from the first half. From the first half, from, from what I saw, I thought Egypt did very well. Especially they were they were salahless. Uh, yeah. uh, less. I told Salah. you he wasn't going to play, didn't I? I didn't no. really say. I said he's you not. Did. You won't play. Didn't you actually make the call that him Jimenez was going to score as well? I thought. I think no, at one point no. you said. What I said. What I said was Suarez. What I said there was there will be a last-minute goal for Uruguay from a set-piece, probably Godin, I went with, not Jimenez. You went with Godin. Wow, uh, look Godin. how close you were. That was, was that was a great call. I was also yeah, no, worried it's... that there would only be one goal into that... today's round of matches, and I got that. <laughs> I was not too bad. Like, there was only two goals. But anyway, we'll get into the last game later. By the end of the first two games, anyway, yeah. Yeah, that wasn't too bad. <laughs> So back to your review of the first half. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I thought, uh, I thought Egypt uh, uh, put themselves about, and uh, and and I, I thought they were really, really good. Actually, I thought they were really positive. It was, it wasn't too bad to to see, but I think they just lacked a cutting edge. I think uh, up front, that was the only problem. Uh, they just couldn't uh, uh, um, uh, get get past that uh, that very strong back four that uh, Uruguay have got in there. So it is a very strong back four, and. Um, you know, and it just it just felt like it, no matter how much they try, I think even with Salah, it would have been very very difficult for them to do. Um, but I thought that they they played some pretty good stuff. I was quite uh, uh, I was happily impressed with them. I thought the um, the the Uruguayan midfield, which we've been told this this time around is better and more creative, and like because they've always traditionally just not had a midfield, right? Mm. They've, they've had a very solid defense, and then. Suarez and Cavani and Forlan and whoever up, up front, you know, talented yep. attacking strikers. 
uh, and not really ever much of a midfield. I mean, I can, there's Rakova, but Rakova was an attacking, you know, he was a forward. He's great, not, wasn't he? Was Loved him. Huge, huge teeth. Him, Suarez, yep. what's up with that Uruguay dentist's money to be made there? Um, <laughs> they really do. Something's got to be done and something has to be said as well. And, you know? said and done. And, <laughs> and money is to be made. Um, but then I, I wasn't impressed with, with that. Was I didn't think Bentancourt was all that. I mean, Torreira only came on for a few minutes at the end. It, it really wasn't all that impressive. And, and I think you were right from what, what I saw is Cavani barely had a touch. Suarez mm. did have one good chance at the beginning of the, the first half, and it was a save. And that looked like Egypt had switched off. But then after that, yes. they defended very well. Um, there was no one who really particularly stood out. And then, well, there was certainly nothing like Saudi Arabia uh, no. in their first game. I thought they, they, they were much, much better uh, than Saudi Arabia. And uh, they, they were confident to go forward as well. They weren't too, too scared to, to go forward when they, they needed to. But they, met, they at least had uh, a good sort of defensive organization as well. And uh, uh, um, names that stuck out, of course, which I'd, I'd forgotten all about, were El Nenny. of El course. Nenny. Uh, uh, yeah, and, Ars- and Arsenal I fans think- were Arsenal fans were as surprised as the rest of us. I think they were like, "Who's that in the middle of the park?" <laughs> That's right. And they've oh. got they've got they've got a very famous football player up front called Trezeguet. As well, <laughs> remember him? How old is he now? <laughs> no, I don't think it's the same one, of course. But there we go. He's probably eighty-five. Mate, how do we how do we feel French about honestly? How National. do we feel about that? How do we feel about <laughs> naming a player after a previous player? And if so. I mean, David Trezeguet, a, a decorated and, and fine footballer, but yeah. you know, not, I won't put him in the legends bracket, right? He, no. he, you know, esteemed, definitely very accomplished, scored a winning goal in the European Championships uh, once and a lovely goal at Old Trafford once. He thundered it in. Oh, it was lovely. Took Monaco through against Manchester United. Oh, anyway. No. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I, I, I loved, uh, I, I did like David Trezeguet and I felt, I felt really bad for him. This one is, of course, uh, Mohamed, uh, oh, sorry, sorry Mahomad Trezeguet, and it doesn't even look anything like him, but of course it's got the, uh, the same old, old, old name, so you do wonder sometimes but whether or not he managed name, to get right? it. It's a nickname. It's not an actual. No, name. no, no. Yeah, it's a nickname. Yeah, yeah. But he's, that's what he's sort of known as type thing. So, it's but he like has a- it on the shirt and everything, so I don't quite get. <laughs> what? How? What? You know, I'm I, I'm gonna have Pele. Know. I'm gonna have Pele on when I when I get the call up for Portugal. Well, there's I'm already gonna, been two uh, Pele's, right? There's been Pele, Pele, and there's been like uh, there was the African Pele. It was Abadib, a, Abadib, a Abadib, Abadib, Pele. Pele? Yeah, DB Pele. Yes, absolutely. But I'm gonna be the real Pele because I'm the be, I'm gonna be the Pele. one who stands up. Jason Pele. Yeah, that's it. Horrible. I thought the the names that you had on the back of your shirts were. Uh, I, I guess so. You can sort of put whatever it is that you want on, but uh, no, could you put, no, could no. You put a profanity on there? With, no, with that no, you put your actual name on there. That's what you have yeah. to do. Like Jan Venegor of Hesselink. You remember, like he had to, when he played for, I think it was when he played for Celtic, he had to put Venegor of Hesselink on there. Yeah, that's right. It went from one picture. shoulder, one arm to the other arm, you know, like. <laughs> I remember in the Premier League, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank, when he first joined Leeds United, had, uh, he wanted to have Jimmy on the back of it, but they made him put Floyd Hasselbank on the back of it. And that's the way it should be. Trezeguet should have whatever his bloody name is on his shirt, not his nickname. 
You can't go around with J written on your shirt. His name is just his, Dave. His, his, name is <laughs> his name is Mahmoud Ahmed Ibrahim Hassan. Okay, so now he's got four to pick from. He can pick whichever one he wants. All right, he doesn't bloody well have to go over and just pick whatever. Oh, I want Trezeguet in the back. It's like that that kid, you know, that fourteen year old kid at playground. I want to be Trezeguet. You know, just get out. You know, no, get out of my no. face. Can you imagine <laughs> if the England players had their nicknames on the back of the shirt? Harry Kane would just have H, just <laughs> H on the back of his shirt. <laughs> Lingard would have L for loser. Uh, so that. <laughs> Well, we need to get on to who was worse than Jesse Lingard. Cause oh, all right, okay, we do, we do digress a little bit. You know, let's segue here because we can we can we can segue into game two because I tell you who was worse than Sounds Jesse good. Lingard. That fellow who scored the own goal right at the end. Oh, poor guy! My what? goodness, says the man who picked out in our previous show. What are you looking forward to? Comedy own goals. That's what he <laughs> said. Did you notice how he didn't lift his head from the ground in, in enough time for the cameraman to be able to see what his face was? Uh, yeah, I, want, I did want to see it. I did want to see it. But like, it's just that kind of, uh, look, I don't mind a good on goal. I really don't. But there has to be some kind of sort of involvement uh, of my own personal sort of involvement in it. And with this one, there really wasn't. The only sort of one was obviously that Iran is my, my fourth favorite team. So um, uh, first and foremost, by the way, uh, uh, straight on here, congratulations. This is the first win that Iran have, have secured at no, a World Cup finals. It's the second. It's is it the second? second? Oh, no. France 98, they beat the US 2-1. That's the, right. I'm so sorry. Yes, the that, but yeah. so, okay, so anyway, since '98, then uh, so <laughs> that they've done it. Was it? It's, their, the, first, we, it's their first yeah. win over a proper football nation because the US is not a proper football nation. <laughs> Some may fight you on that, but I would agree that at that time they certainly weren't. So uh, when when Brian they were beaten by, by Iran, Brian oh Brian McBride. McBride, oh was it Alexi La? Uh, 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 Alexi Lalas. Alexi, Alexi Lalas. But what's, remember him? He's a pundit Alexi, Alexi on Lama. Fox now. He's a pundit yeah. now. We have to watch him and listen to his opinion. And there is. And he's been manager of a couple of squads as well. I mean, what's going on with the llama? Oh, my his, goodness. His, his, his opinions are just as good as his football. Not very. <laughs> so, congratulations, Iran, uh, because uh, um, I feel obviously, you know, being my fourth favorite team and stuff and everything, I was very, very, I was delighted. I was very, very happy, but not in the way that it happened, you know, and um, I, I didn't watch that match. Uh, I, must I, watched, admit it was... I watched the whole of that match and it was a strange uh, old game because it was frantic, but there wasn't really much goal mouth action. There was a, the ball kind of got, the ball kind of got lost in the final third a lot. The, 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 the build-up play and the, the general movement and organization of the teams was, was pretty good. Um, mm. uh, Herve Renard on, on the sideline, the Morocco coach. Lovely. Mm. Oh. Chiseled. Oof. Um, <laughs> lovely white shirt. Um, any, but, but, the, um, but, the, but yeah, the, the final ball was pretty terrible from both teams. Iran had a, a big chance uh, about halfway through the second half uh, where they where they cut uh, Morocco open and um, uh, a, a poor touch took a, took the striker too wide of the of the keeper and uh, and the keeper was able to make a good save but it was a very frantic game uh, mm. and, and 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 you felt like something could happen at any moment and uh, the free kick and Morocco I thought were very kind of hard done by they did do most of the most of the running in the game they had most of the possession Iran Iran had a very definitive plan and they looked to counter-attack and 
you know, I mean, a lot of goals are scored from counterattacks, right? So you, we're all very familiar with it. And Iran were getting the first two or three passes of the counterattack right, and then getting the crucial one wrong. A wrong, lot. So right. We were, we were seeing a lot of like, oh, oh, it's on, it's ah, uh, it's not quite on. It's gone. Um, it's gone. <laughs> and then Morocco, yeah, some nice touches here or there, and. Um, the Iranian keeper made a couple of good saves and he was, he was fairly impressive, but yeah, yeah, I felt, it felt kind of Morocco were a little hard done by, but the plucky Iranians, you know, good on them. Good on them. Absolutely. No, it's, it's really great. It's uh, wonderful to hear. And uh, you know what I, it's, uh, I just haven't, I haven't been able to watch even the highlights of it. And that's just because I needed to, to control my, my, my body in terms of sleep as much as I possibly could at exactly the right times to, to, to obviously make it for, uh, uh, for the Portugal match a little bit later, but I will watch the highlights uh, probably uh, after this, uh, uh, after this show now, just to see what, uh, uh, what it was like. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm Iran are top of the group now you know so uh they are top the group so we are top the group how do we say that in iranian someone should write in and tell us how we say we are top the group in iranian please if you can that would be great and then we will attempt to say it so uh, uh try to if you could possibly uh, uh spell it out obviously in 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 uh, was it roman roman romanized text uh, uh then uh, we will attempt to say it i'll, I'll get dave to try yes. that <laughs> yeah yeah we'll both have a go and the one of us that sounds less horrible We'll make it onto the show. Sounds um, good. So we're, with those two games covered, uh, we're going to just take a little bit of a break and spend, I should imagine, a very short amount of time on a very uh, perfunctory game that doesn't really count about anything um, <laughs> Jay may have watched in a bar. Uh, so we'll be right back. Goal Portugal. Goal Ronaldo. In your face, Sergio Ramos. You're over, just like part one. Right, here we are, part two. <sighs> it's the bit that since approximately 12.45 in the afternoon. Um, mate, can I just, I, we, we all want to hear from the Portuguese fan about his reaction to the Portugal match, but can I just yeah. tell you the two things that happened to me? So I watched it in a bar. So I, uh, I, I work in <clears throat> San Francisco and um, uh, I convinced uh, a fair portion of my office that we should go to the local bar uh, and we should watch this game because it was important. And and they, the five or six of them came along for the ride and we got into the bar and it was a wondrous bar, mate. Every square inch of, of wall was covered in television. It was mm. fantastic. And because there's nothing else on, it was just all one game. There was no golf, was no golf. American football or anything. It was just wall to wall, everywhere you like, hamburgers, chips, couple of beers they were hipster beers we are in san francisco but nonetheless it was good and then of course the, the american colleagues in the bar were like so uh david who are you rooting for and um <laughs> i was like it's not rooting but i will i will pretend that you didn't say that Satisfy and I'm, your... <laughs> what i'm looking for what i'm looking for here is is i'm not really like i don't want one team or the other team to win uh, if they could both lose that would be nice <laughs> but they can't. What I'm really hoping for is that Ronaldo has a bad game and Diego Costa has a bad game. I'm really, <laughs> I'm really hoping that the two of them either get sent off, miss an easy chance, perhaps pick up an injury, cry, any of those things. And then 
like literally everybody in the bar was pointing and laughing at me when like by the time Diego Costa put his second in they were all like ah and then when it when it came to the to the third uh, and final Ronaldo goal he was lining up the free kick and I had to get back to the office to go to a meeting so I'm kind of hovering over and uh one of the one of the guys in the office is he's uh, this is this is um this encapsulates him as a human being he went on um uh, a holiday to Barcelona and when he was in Barcelona bought a uh, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo Real Madrid away shirt that I mean yeah, okay I, one of the blue bluish sort of ones the Does black it, the, the dark black one the dark, dark black, black one, right, right. yeah yeah and um I don't how know how you could acquire a Ronaldo shirt in Barcelona I wouldn't have thought such a thing was possible yeah. but he managed it wore it around Barcelona didn't get killed <laughs> Uh, and then has decided that I'm a Ronaldo fan. I'm not really a Portugal fan. I'm a Ronaldo fan, which is <laughs> the worst. Don't ever do that. Um, anyone ever. And anyway, so like, um, I just... Um, about, about any player, not just Ronaldo. Th- yes, yes. And so okay. he was lining up the free kick and I'd come out with a quite wondrous stat earlier in the game because he had a free kick earlier in the game that he whacked into uh, David Silva's face. And, yes. Uh, um, I said, did you know, everyone, that uh, Cristiano Ronaldo holds the record for most consecutive attempts at a free kick in World Cup matches without scoring a free kick? That was his Something 40, like 44th failure. 44, there you go. Everyone was really impressed. So when he was lining up the one at the end, I went, here comes 45 over the bar. <laughs> <laughs> and he literally puts it in the corner. I, I opened the door to the bar and left before he <laughs> beautiful wow mate what a classic that's such a classic you moment that really is very good because uh for, for, for any of the listeners obviously who uh who, who may not know david uh yeah that is just an absolute david moment but very well done you you've done it again <laughs> mate take us take us through your roller coaster emotions it was the game all right okay well it's it's uh obviously as as a supporter, an extremely emotional uh, uh, football match. Uh, I, I, I said it in the last podcast as well. There's not really much else you need to do to 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 hype up and to get the get players uh, uh, fully up for a match like Portugal versus Spain. It's um, you know comparable to, to 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 so many great great derbies around the world, and uh, and for it to be in in a competition uh, environment and not friendly or, or something like that as well is is obviously just just adds that extra little bit of spice. And uh, and I think a lot of people don't know about the the history between Portugal and and, and Spain, um, but uh, Spain. Uh, uh, without going too much in, into it, you know, Portugal are just not 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 best friends with Spain. Let's put it that way. I'm not going to go too too far into it. And 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 uh, uh, Spain often wonder why as well, which makes it even worse for us. And we, we just we just think you know go and read your history type thing. So, um, uh, but uh, but yeah, it's. Uh, Portugal always wants to to try and get one up on on Spain in any sort of way, and uh, so so it's it becomes like a, a huge match for us, very similar to to South Korea Japan for example, um, and uh, for for those or who England, know as well England Argentina or England Argentina as well yes or or uh, Germany Holland say Brazil Argentina Germany Holland as well what a classic as well for, for the international stage definitely uh, uh, Italy France over the years I think has become. Uh, Australia like versus well. New Zealand. 
Now, I'm not, <laughs> let's not go there. All right, let's not go there, okay? Just leave that one on the side for now. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, it, it's such a, a huge game and a game of, of such importance. And Portugal has, has always been a little bit in the shadow of, of, of Spain. So it's, it's, it, it's always nice to, to get one up on them. So there you go. Um, now, <laughs> in terms of the game uh, itself, it's, uh, it's just something unbelievable, really. It's just something absolutely incredible. I know that Cristiano Ronaldo is, 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 is a hated figure in so many parts of the world. And, and even there are, there, are, there are sections of Portuguese people who, who feel a little bit like, oh, God, you know, you know, he's, um, you know, he's this crybaby. He's this guy who, who's always complaining, always moaning. He's very selfish. He keeps the ball all the time. He never passes when he should. He always shoots when he shouldn't. Um, what, you know, you know, this guy is not really, you know, what we want uh, people to think of Portugal. But the fact is that he just keeps performing. He keeps bringing out these these monster performances, which defy uh, uh, all logic. And uh, um, this, this guy is now 33 years old. Uh, let's not forget. And um, he he just keeps producing. He, he, um, I'm not sure whether or not you saw uh, his uh, in the last minute of the Champions League when that uh, when that guy came in the the the. Uh, 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 the fan came in off the pitch with one minute remaining and stopped Ronaldo from from having a goal scoring opportunity. How annoyed and how angry he was, because he's selfish. He's he's very selfish. He wants to try and get that goal. He didn't like being upstaged by Gareth Bale with the two goals that he scored, and he wanted to get at least one on this on on the score sheet. Um, and this this uh, result and and this performance today. Uh, I think stemmed almost from from back there, from his last few performances for the for, for Real Madrid have not been great. They've not been that good. Uh, a, a lot of controversy surrounding whether or not he was going to actually he's actually going to sign a, and stay on with Real Madrid again. Uh, uh, that's still apparently to be resolved. But um, this this performance uh, uh, today, I think. Uh, just told everyone to um, to just be quiet, you know, and let him get on with stuff. <laughs> wait, and wait, I know there's, there's, there's so many, there's so many kind of like story points and way of going at this. So, so yeah. So one, Ronaldo has apparently accepted uh, um, uh, a prison sentence, a suspended prison sentence, and a, yep. a sixteen point four million dollar <laughs> euro fine. That's uh, right. Yep. Yep. One. Do you think the Spaniards released this information to try and rattle him? Two, do you think he was literally saying his 16.4 million worth of goal? Yes and yes. <laughs> the answers to both of those, absolutely. There is no way that a piece of news like this mm-hmm. would not, is, has not come out three hours before Ronaldo is about to play against Spain. There is no way. That Do you think that's the first time he found out? Do you think he was like, how much? 16.4? What? <laughs> brushes no. it off his shoulder, mate. You know? <laughs> I'll have them. 16.4. No. Eat this, Spain. Jason broke his microphone because of too much excitement. Silly boy. Are you serious? Are you shitting me? Did I really mute myself? You muted yourself. Because <laughs> I, w- I was banging against, you know, I was quite enthusiastic there for a second. So. <laughs> okay, everyone, welcome back there. That part has been cut in two due to the fact that Jay got so excited about Ronaldo scoring that he muted himself. 
these these headphones are a little bit crazy, and uh, I, I didn't so realize that they had. Yes, yeah, a little bit crazy. Um, look, yeah, yeah look, look, just go straight back into it. I'm sorry. Look, there is no way that the Spanish press or the Spanish did not uh, release this uh, uh, on purpose. It's just, uh, it's 100% on purpose. What they didn't realize is, it, is that it would backfire in such a way that they've ended up with pig shit all over their face. It's just <laughs> great. I'm sorry. I... <laughs> Mate, let's go through the goals because there were six all right. goals. There were six goals. Six it's magnificent the... goals. Well, no. <laughs> they, oh, they weren't all magnificent. We'll start with the first one. Pen or no pen? Honestly, pen or no uh, pen? Pen, 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 yeah. pen. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was a pen. Of course it was a pen. There was contact. Okay, he made a bit of a meal of it. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I mean, but geez, I mean, who doesn't? Uh, um, uh, you know, Deli Ali's been having a bit of a, a good time right. with that kind of stuff. So, oh, speak, speak sorry. No well, speak sorry. No well. <laughs> <laughs> of, of the Deli Ali. Um, yeah, no, I, I think it definitely was a penalty because there was contact, unfortunately, and he was in full flight. But there's no doubt he twisted his whole body to make it look a little bit more apparent. And um, and I think that it, it was a very stupid challenge. It was there was no no real need. I mean, he was going to the byline, I guess, but uh, very early on in the game, you you got to be you got to be more sensible. And I think they were a bit asleep. And it so, looked to uh, me like Portugal really wanted to go at them early because. Mm. Once, once Spain got into their rhythm, and, and the, at times they did, they mm-hmm. were they were ticky tackering all over the pitch, uh, you know, playing you know what Spain is really famous for, which is backwards passes when a forward pass is on. You know, that's mm. that to me is what Spain do better than everyone else is like. Oh, I've got three options in space who could probably be through on goal. Back to Iniesta. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Back to where's the architect? He's got to be over here somewhere. Where's the guy who can draw the picture? Um, and, and it's it's so it so was Iniesta, wasn't it? For for so long, he's that guy's amazing as well. I think he's just a fantastic player. Um, and um, you know the fact that he's as, as humble as humble pie uh, obviously helps as well. You 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 see if if he was as humble of uh, or if he was anything like Cristiano Ronaldo, we'd be uh, you know shouting superlatives, not superlatives, shouting yeah. Some of those excrement. At them. shouting excrement at him. Ex- but, yeah, excrement. Absolutely. So penalty, early doors, one nil. Yeah. Um, and then uh, a little a little bit of controversy. Did uh, the big bear, Diego Costa, did he whack who was, who was the Portuguese defender? Did he just whack him? Or? <laughs> it was Pepe. It was Pepe. Was it and Pepe? That was- that was the problem. It was Pepe. If it had been anyone else, I think it would be a free kick. But because it was Pepe, I reckon the ref was like, oh, he's making a meal out of it. Oh, it's um, Pepe. I, I don't... Yes, it was Pepe. Pepe went down. And uh, I, th- there was definitely a, an, an elbow to the neck sort of area. It wasn't to the face. Pepe went down clutching his face. But there was definitely a sort of neck to the, you know, to the neck area. Um, I, this, this brings into question VAR a little bit because... Um, I'm still not entirely sure as to how it work. Are they whispering? Uh, are the VAR team whispering into the into the to, to the refs? Hey, if you uh, if you read um, the on the official FIFA website, if you go on there, uh, there's a sub and read the sub clauses about VAR. VAR under I think it's section two, uh, subsection C. That um, you no, honestly, mate. That if um, if uh, you're, uh, if a referee is questioning unto himself whether or not to use VAR, 
if he should look over and observe that the player who, who is claiming happens to be Pepe, then VAR should not be used. <laughs> I love how these refs are able to uh, um, remember these rules so quickly as yeah, well, yeah. because there's, you know, there's a lot of remembering to do here. And that's it's, a very, on the tra- it's on the training course. It's like, <laughs> is it Pepe? Yes. Then don't bother. Don't, <laughs> don't bother. bother. <laughs> it was Pepe. You know, he deserves know. it. Even if and, he uh, did foul him, he deserves it. And in the book, on, on the side, it's got a little picture of Klattenberg with his little tongue coming out as well. Yes. So, uh, yeah. Uh, it's, um, yeah, look, I, I, think, I think it's, it, it, it doesn't matter in the great scheme of things, I guess, because, uh, uh, well, it does matter, but, like, it, I, I, I'm just wondering, do, does, the, does the referee have somebody in his ear going, I think we need to review that, please? Because the, it seemed like he was he was going to review it for a while, for, for a moment. So, and then it nothing came of it, and it was just, uh, and then that was it. It was just, a, it was the goal. And then, so I'm not. Yeah. He, he, for every goal, almost, I felt like he was threatening to review. I, I feel like yeah. he was playing up to the cameras a bit. It's like I can have a review of that. I can have a, nah, nah, I'm not. Come <laughs> on, let's go, let's go. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I might. No, and he, he was very authoritarian as well, you know, and he was yes. sort of waggling his finger around going, I'm in charge here. I'm in charge, mate. All right. You, you, you back off, mate. Back off. Don't say anything to that, to my sister over there. You know, so, um, you know. So we're 1-1. One, one. Yeah, we're 1-1. One, one. And let's take nothing away from Diego Costa's goal, which I think was probably one of the best goals of that, uh, of this game as let's, well. Uh, let's but, take everything away from Diego Costa. He cheated in the build-up. He used to play for <laughs> Chelsea and he's filthy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, 1-1, one, one, uh, 2-1. Yep. Now, another thing that I remarked to, to the Americans in the, in the bar was that um, <laughs> uh, it's pretty much accepted that David De Gea is the world's best goalkeeper. Yeah, you mentioned um, it yesterday in the podcast as well. He's not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Lost that Look, status. I, he's, he's still young, and I think he's made, he's made a mistake, and I've seen this happen to young goalkeepers before where they become extremely good and then they make a couple of uh, uh, mistakes and suddenly they're a bit like, oh, but then they, they often come back big. Uh, Donna Rumor has done it on a few occasions. Uh, admittedly, he's much, much younger. Um, but um, I, I think, I mean, this, there's no hiding. This was a huge mistake. And I think it's, it's going to be, it's going to be talked about a lot in Spain. I'm sure. Um, but I'm not sure that they're going to be ready to drop him yet because who are the replacement goalkeepers that they've got there? They've got um, Pepe Reina. Uh, they've got Pepe. Pepe Reina is a professional third goalkeeper in the squad. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. Pepe, Pepe, if you take Pepe Reina out of third goalkeeper in the squad and put him as first goalkeeper, who's going to fulfill Pepe's, Pepe Reina's job as third, third goalkeeper? A third like, goalkeeper. There you it's go. A key, it's well, a key position. Well, it would be me. It would be me. I'd have to, obviously, once again. I'm going to be him and Trezeguet and Pele at the same time. That's just what I'm going to be. Uh, what I I'm think going to be. Um, yeah. Um, who's the, the number two goalkeeper for Spain? The number two goalkeeper is is um, Adi, Ariza Bagal, Ariz Balaga. Sorry, Ariza Balaga, uh, who's their, their third goalkeeper. He's the Atletico Bilbao goalkeeper. So he's uh, very young as well, 23 years old. He's, and he's very, very good. He's been really, really good this season. So I think there's, um, you know, uh, it's, but, but the thing is, I, I just don't think it's going to happen. I, I think he's going he's gonna to remain as the number one uh, goalkeeper, uh, despite this, uh, this error, this mistake, uh, because he's just, he is 
that good, you know, and um, uh, uh, he's, I, I can't see him sort of getting out. They, obviously, the, the, the Spanish uh, uh, players are just going to need to get behind him a little bit because that was uh, a bit of a horror moment, a bit of a carious moment there. So um, yes. maybe he was concussed. <laughs> Probably by Sergio Ramos. Um, <laughs> His own player. Anyway, so 2 1 half time. Yep. Um, and then, Ronaldo again. Yep. Yeah. Spain come out, knock the ball around all over the place, and then score from a fairly like Bolton, Sam Allardyce, um, Tony yeah. free kick, knock it, like chip it in nod it down and let the big man swipe it in. It was a, yeah. it was a very industrial goal. It was. It was a very industrial and very standard kind of goal, the kind of goal that you would expect um, people to uh, to know how to defend as well. And that I think that's what annoyed me about that goal is that it was it was so telegraphed. You could see exactly what was going to happen. You'd need to put someone like Pepe or, 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 or Font on the back post and make sure that that guy on the back post doesn't win that header to nod it in. You know, because once that header gets nodded back in, it, it's it's almost a goal, you know. Either one, either one of the strikers is going to get it, or it's going to be a, known, a deflected own goal, or it's going to be, you know, it's just, it, it's it was very silly. Admittedly, I thought that they were actually going to have a shot, but then you could see the way that they were lining up. David Silva was lining up for the free kick. It it was uh, it was going to happen. So um, yeah, uh, I was quite disappointed with the way Portugal conceded that goal for sure. Yeah, it should be. Um, David Silva never shoots. Um, <laughs> True. And and then. And then I, I think, you know, the Spain had threatened before with, with Isco wacky one against the bar uh, when it was 1-1. Isco, yes. another man who has his nickname on his shirt, shouldn't be allowed to do it. So, <laughs> um, and then uh, 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 talking of people with nicknames, Nacho. Nacho. Nacho, up he steps and, oh my. What a goal. He made up for his penalty, really, uh, for, the, for the penalty he gave away in the first half for that one. Um, and some. I thought that was, uh, that was definitely a very good goal. When I, when I look back on, on the replay, though, I, doesn't it come off his shin a little bit? No, Does no. It come, no? Are no, you sure it comes no, off he, the outside of the boot? No, he, 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 he hit it with... Because um, it's worked beautifully. Just above ah, the laces. Like, that, that was, and, you know, right. mate, it did one of Meet my favourite favorite things. <laughs> The best way to enhance your goal is to put it in off the post or off the bar. That just takes your goal from a good goal to a great goal. And <laughs> what he managed to do is hit both posts. Lovely. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was an outstanding goal. In fact, yeah, with that one with Costa's first goal, I thought they were both great, great goals. And um, and look, I'm 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 gonna say it and uh, straight off, manager with manager or without manager, because you know Hierro might as well not have been there. Quite frankly, you know, he, he was all he was doing was sort of getting up and clapping. He has aged. He you has know, aged. He Fernando Hierro yeah. has just, aged. Mostly just in these in last face. two days. No, yeah, mostly yeah. In the face region, and mostly in the last two days. Yeah, there almost looks like there's a sort of melted component going on there, doesn't he? Like he lim- like he leans over to one side, and most of his face comes with him. Yes. Uh, so. <laughs> kind of very strange i don't know what 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 he's done there but uh it's like a plastic surgery gone wrong uh but um yeah look he, 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 I, I like hiero i always loved him you know when he was he was a good defender and everything but um i wonder whether or not they're they're they're, they're going to be a little bit rudderless um uh but they played really well they played really really well i think spain they definitely dominated this game um uh, it's in lots of patches 
and I thought that they were a much better team than Portugal. Yes, I thought I thought Portugal had a, a good game plan. Uh, Spain looked vulnerable on the counter attack. Alba and Nacho pushed mm. right up, and Piquet yep. and Ramos are obviously very experienced, very capable defenders, but they're not but the quickest. Slow. No, that's right. Yeah, and and I think that'll worry them a lot, and especially with you know De Gea uh, uh, making these uh, little mistakes here and there because he made a couple of mistakes coming out for free kicks and uh, for for crosses and stuff as well. I think Spain will have to worry quite a bit about that defense. You know, who have they got who can come in to to help them out? This is quite a classic uh, time when very often you see um, uh, uh, managers making these changes very early in the tournament after the first or the second match because it's obvious that something is not working in a certain department and a star is born. So you, you, I think you have to wonder whether it's, it's almost time for a, the new blood of, uh, of, of Spanish defending to, to come on out and, um, and to show everybody what, uh, what they're capable of. Um, the thing is, you know, who have they got on, on, on the bench? And you look on the bench and they really don't have that many players who, who can come in and, and do a job. They've got uh, Carvajal, uh, uh, but he's more of a, a, a right back. They're Aspilic Cueta, the left back, uh, left back and right back. Um, you know, they've got Thiago Alcantara who can sort of come in, but he's a central d- defensive midfielder. And everybody else is really sort of, you know, more of a, more of a striking or, or, you know, Asensio and Aspas. And they've got Monreal as well, who's also a, a, a fullback. So I don't think they have anyone who can really slip into that central defensive ro- role and, and, and make a real name for themselves. Also, if, if, uh, if Piquet doesn't play, it will rob us or rob me from having uh having the experience i had during this game where two uh of my american uh, brethren on two separate occasions shouted out oh my god that's shakira's husband um (laughs) (laughs) which is not what the world cup is about it's not about (sighs) shakira's husband um there's there's one more goal to cover and um yep the, the one thing i want to mention about ronaldo um and his motivation about this game. Now, and you mentioned a, a little bit earlier that, that, you know, he cries a lot. He doesn't pass. There was a moment, uh, I believe it was at one all, where there's a fast, fast Portuguese break on and Ronaldo's played through and he, mm-hmm. pa- he passed it. And he passed it to that fella you told us to watch out for. Say his name. Gedge. Yeah. Gonçal Gedge. Yes. And he made an <laughs> absolute hash of it. Horrible. Well, first it was touch. it was Horrible played. First it was played a little bit behind him, but like, I yeah, no, I was furious at that point, and I remember saying to my my mates at the pub at the time, I was just like, what what is he doing? He never passes the ball. Why? I don't why get it. Now? Why now? <laughs> you know, and why so badly as well? So, yeah, it was it was strange. It was almost like, oh, hang on a second, are we gonna are we about to start to see the demise and the loss of this magnificent selfish beast that is Ronaldo? Um, but no, but no. <laughs> after that, you could see he was going. Well, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> not doing that again. I'm not fast. You see what happens, mate. I'll give you the ball. You see what happens. I give you the ball, and you just make it muck it all up. All right, just it's, give me. All right. It's just like that time that I passed to Benzema once, and he let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing it again. That was it. Never again. Never again. What's the point? <laughs> and so and then you, he you, scored a free kick. Go I'm on, sorry. Go you on. could just you could you could just imagine him coming into the dressing room at the end of in 90 minutes, you know, and they're having lost the match, and somebody daring to come up to him and go, "Mate, look, you, you just don't pass the ball enough." You know what I mean? <laughs> and him turning around and just saying, "Mate, 
if you even knew how to kick a football, I would be <laughs> passing to you. And, uh, and he was uh, talking to Gareth Bale. Um, so, <laughs> sorry. It's all right. It's all right. Gareth, I should, all right. I should, He's I not should. there. Yeah, good old um, yeah, no, third goal. Ronaldo's third goal. It was a sumptuous, beautiful free kick. It, yeah. I, I think I think that's easily the best free kick he's ever scored. Because well, score. it had shades of the Portsmouth uh, uh, free kick uh, a little bit from when he was at, back in his Man United days. You know, David James uh, being left to to look at it, but it was it was more it was more curled. Um, and if you look at it, it's just. It's po- that is postage stamp. There's, Oof. you can't get much better at at the the way that he struck that. There's there's only one way that he could strike that, and even with the outstretched neck of was it PK? I dare say, or whoever was on the end of that wall. Shakira's husband. It was <laughs> Shakira's husband was on the end of that wall, and he could tell that that ball was just going to his left, and he couldn't quite get to it. But he made a stretch, and he just knew that there was that it was in trouble. So, um, you, you you might blame De Gea for for not lining his wall up correctly for that one as well. I mean, maybe that was uh, that was an issue, but. Uh, Mate, it was it was a great free kick, absolutely great. Uh, with with the pressure that he had, it reminded me a little bit of the Juventus semi final penalty that he had to take. Um, there's so much pressure on a moment like that, you know. If he fails, you know, it just it's just terrible, and it's he's he's going to have let everybody down, and we would have lost three two, and it would have, yeah, it would just it would have been a, a, a terrible result, I think, for us. Um, and uh, you know, when that when that goal went in. <laughs> I think it was just an unbelievable, an unbelievable feeling, uh, and the kind of feeling that uh, that that you get when you win a match. So I can only imagine how dejected the Spanish uh, were. I mean, if people wake up in the morning and and have a look at the score and they go, "Oh, it's three three so you know, it, a, it doesn't tell that story at all. Uh, in in many ways, Portugal won this match uh, yeah. by the way that they came back, and Spain, I. I guarantee you will have gone into that dressing room feeling like, you know, they've had the, the one of the shittest weeks that they have ever had as a, as a, as a national side together. And it has just got a little bit worse. So, yeah. So you're enjoying it. Well, we've now covered that game in more than enough depth. Uh, you've broken the, the connection uh, to the recording. Uh, so we're going to take a short break and then we're going to uh, come back and we're going to preview Uh, tomorrow's Group C fixtures. Very good. Part two was like Morocco versus Iran. Long and dull. But with a very funny joke at the end. Let's hope part three is better. Okay, so we're back. uh, And it's, for me... Uh, it's the first Saturday of the World Cup. I've got an entire morning of football uh, on a personal level. Uh, my beloved significant other is uh, going to take a jewelry course and will be out all day. I'm going to miss her badly and deeply, and I'm going to fill that <laughs> void with three football matches back to back. Um, Great stuff. Start us up with the first one. Which one's the first one you're going to well, be able uh, to this, see? Well, I'm not going to see this one. Uh, so because we're going to do Group C. So I'm going to miss this because it's on at 3 a.m. for me. And it's France-Australia. Uh, oh, okay. Let me talk but, about that one then. But for you, as a, as a, a person in Australia um, yep. and someone who's been to France, uh, yep. 
are uniquely qualified to talk about this game. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put it that far. I yes, would. I have been to France. <laughs> been to yeah, France. I, You're in Australia now. I know, in Australia. You're going to watch it. I'm going to be asleep. You talk about it. <laughs> um, what 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 a great match! Uh, the the Australians have been looking forward to this match, really? obviously since since the draw has come out. Yes, yes, absolutely. They're what really is, looking well, forward honestly, to it. What is it like? Because the Australian team pretty much stumbled towards qualification for this World Cup, didn't they? And that, they need to get Tim Cahill out of jail. <laughs> that's, that's right. And the, and then the manager quit. Just after he qualified them, almost like a big, you know. Uh, uh, Told you I qualify. You Told you I qualify. Exactly. It, it really off. was. It really was. He's. Uh, um, he, he he was treated somewhat unfairly, and I think he had. Um, he he just had enough because um, they they kept criticizing the way that he was playing. Uh, they kept criticizing the thing that. But you can only do as good uh, or as well as the tools that are given to you. You know. So um, Australia haven't got. Uh, as many uh, uh, stars as they used to in the past, um, uh, they haven't uh, got the same kind of uh, uh, big big names that that could possibly make a big difference. Um, but what they do have is they have a collection of players who have come through a, a, a bit of a tough time, almost not made it, like you said, and now have come through, and and they're in it. You know, they're in the World Cup, and uh, it's uh, it's 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 now time for for them to to have a little bit of fun. I think that's more what they're thinking. I don't think they think that uh, that I think they they're, they're quietly optimistic that they can make it out of the group stages, uh, but I don't really think. Let's be realistic. Uh, uh, they've got Peru and they've got Denmark both of which I would say are probably better than, than Australia. Uh, I, I know a lot of us, of Aussies who would be very, very angry at me, uh, uh, at me saying so, but, well, um, well, they're quietly optimistic and we're loudly pessimistic about Australia's chances. Um, yeah. and then you mentioned Peru, Denmark. Oh yeah. Lovely fix. Peru, uh, Peru. Oh, it's Jefferson, great. Jefferson Farfan. First time in the World Cup for 36, 36 years or whatever it is. I, I'm going to say this now, mate. Disagree um, at your peril. Nicest kit, Peru. Oh, Peru. No, no, it's definitely up there. I, I love the sash, Peru kit. You know, sash across you, the shoulder. You can just go works. anywhere with that, can't you? You can get into any nightclub. It's great. You know? <laughs> any, any of your favorite <laughs> night spots will accept you. Hello, not in Russia, though. I'm sorry. Take it off, you know. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Take it we, off and uh, get on horse, then come in. Yeah. <laughs> then come in, naked. <laughs> uh, it's uh, uh, yeah, no, absolutely. And you know what? I, I think I think I would love to see Peru go go quite far. Um, uh, just because, yes, uh, again, they haven't been in there for a long time. Uh, they've had a lot of difficulties as well, uh, especially with this whole situation with uh, Paulo Guerrero and his drugs ban, uh, which yeah. we'll, we, won't, we won't we won't talk about. A little bit of cocaine. <laughs> But he's banned. He's got some something like a fourteen-month suspension. But they've just given him these three this 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 month off. You know, so he'll go back to his suspension after the World Cup. I don't get it, but I don't understand how they've managed to do this. He's South American. He's taking a little bit of cocaine. It happens. (laughs) He's from Peru. He's from Peru. What else is there to do? He's got a little bit of cocaine in his tea. In his tea. Like that's what he said. It was in my tea. It's because you and I would put sugar in our tea and he just puts a little bit of cocaine. Put a cocaine. Yes, I put it in my tea. And? Just give it a little bit of, ooh. And what? 
how's your father? Let's go play oh, some football. Love oh, it. mate, you, you can't do that. You can't do that. Really? What? No, what do you guys do? Perfectly acceptable. <laughs> exactly. Acceptable. So that was his argument in court. And there is <laughs> judge. Yep. All right. No, you're off. Good. Was, you can what, play in the World Cup. Was there indeed uh, cocaine uh, in your bloodstream, sir? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> of course. I'm the captain of Peru. What do you expect me to do? Well, the fact that you have accepted these charges uh, leads me to believe that you are innocent. Okay. <laughs> Next. <laughs> um, so what, I so love we, it. So and the going, judge was Peruvian, by the way. So, uh, yeah. Absolutely. We're going for a France win in the first game. We're going for a France win. Denmark will be closer. Denmark have got a player very close to my heart in a Nicholas Bentner. No, uh, in, um, uh, <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> um, he's, he got injured, didn't he? He, couldn't, he he's can't make coming. it, unfortunately. He's not unfortunately. He's not, <laughs> he's not bringing his pants. It's horrible. Um, no, uh, Ericsson. Christian Ericsson. Christian Ericsson. Mate, Christian Ericsson, I would, would almost go as far as saying that, that he is the, the most, um, the most de- developed player in the Premier League in the last couple of years. Like if you put three or four years together and you see how he has come along in the last three to four years, I, I've loved watching him play. And he's had a, a real consistency about him. And I reckon, I reckon he's going he's, to – he's got every – He's, he's got all the potential to put in a real great one for uh, for Denmark and uh, for this World Cup. I think he'll he'll do he'll do Denmark proud. I reckon. Yeah, and this um, this Denmark team play more attacking football than Denmark traditionally. Denmark in the past, like if you remember the team that won in '92. Uh, ugh. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Um, <laughs> but they were me. traditionally they're a counter-attacking team. But this Denmark, uh, you know, they went to went to Ireland in the playoff and they won five one in Ireland, which is you know Ireland have not got a great team, but they have got a great crowd. So mm. that's a difficult oh, thing to do. Nobody was expecting that result as well because Ireland were, you know, very quite quite confident of coming out with a win and to lose. And it they went one nil up. They were one nil. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I think Peru, Denmark, are we going for a high-scoring draw, like another three yeah. three? Oh, I'd love a three. Another three. Yeah. four four. I'll go, that too I'll go, that's that's yeah. You're getting greedy now. Come on. Right. Uh, <laughs> two, two all or three three. I think is is definitely doable for that one. I think and uh, and I think it 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 will probably be a fair result for for both teams uh, huh. because both bo- both of them are. Are, are going to come in to this tournament feeling very, very optimistic and very positive that they can make a mark. So it should be a cracking game, that one. All right. Well, that's Group C covered. Uh, we'll be back in a little bit with um, uh, Group oh, D. Who's going who's, who's to win, though, Fra- out of France, Australia? I think it's pretty obvious, isn't it? Yeah. Let's so. not. No, France. Yeah. No, no, by, fair enough. By six. I'm going by six. <laughs> okay. so are Australia getting one? Aaron yes. Moy, maybe? No, from no, a free no, kick? no. Cahill. Cahill will score ahead. Cahill. All right, okay. <laughs> if he starts, I don't think he's No, he won't start. He'll come off the bench and score a headed goal. All right, I'm, okay. I'm predicting it'll be, it'll be 2-1, like, and KL will, and then Mbappe will just get four on the counter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's not. Let's, let's stop this now and come back and talk okay. about Group D in a bit. The reason I'm so depressed is because Uruguay won. Our little Mo looked so sad. Anyway, here comes part four. So we're back. In the last segment of episode three, we've got two more games to review. Four games in a day, mate. Four games. It's, uh, it's a lot of games. It's, it's good. Football, Christmas, all the games are here. Um, <laughs> and uh, the first, first game of the day in Group D 
it's the second get, uh, day second day of the game the second game of the day uh, yep. uh is argentina yes lionel, lionel messi against iceland against iceland it's, it's yes a, it's the messi sigurdsson battle we've all been waiting for <laughs> Gilfie Sigerson, a man who can do it on a wet Wednesday against Stoke, and Lionel Messi, who's never answered that question. (laughs) Yeah, no, absolutely. I think uh, oh, it's going to be it's going to be great. You put Messi uh, uh, up against uh, Sigerson and see uh, see who's who's going to win it one on one. Um, Is I I thought Sigerson was injured though. I thought he had a knee injury. I think he's touch and go. Touch and go. Okay. I think he started training. I believe. But he's touch and go as to whether, and I don't think he'll complete the 90. Um, and, but- and you know what I really love about this, and I don't know whether or not you know or not, but uh, uh, Australia have actually already named their starting 11 for tomorrow. Oh, have they? Did you know that? They're, it's one of the first teams that have ever done something Mate, like this. Stop trying, to, stop trying to preview France-Australia. France are winning by six. We're done. It doesn't matter who they name. <laughs> No, it's it's uh, Argentina have named their their starting eleven. Uh, oh, sorry, Argentina. Sorry, I heard Australia. Sorry, Argentina. oh, did I say Australia? Sorry, no, Argentina, Argentina. Sorry, I meant Argentina. Maybe I said Australia. Apologies uh, if I did. But yes, absolutely. No, Argentina have named their starting eleven uh, for the match against Iceland. Have and you got it there in front of you? I do indeed. Yes, it's Willy Caballero in goal. Terrible. Uh, it, uh, Salvio Otamendi, Rojo, and uh, Tagliafico. Uh, at the in the back at the back. Oh, oh so um, Fazio's out. Fra- Fazio is out. Yes, Fazio Ooh. is not playing. Uh, they are playing with, um, and it looks like a it looks like it's possibly a four three three. Biglia and Meza with Mascherano sitting and holding. By the There's looks, no of pace there. There's no pace no, there. There really isn't. And of course. Uh, up front, the top three, the top three that on paper look absolutely incredible. Lionel Messi, Angel Di Maria, and Sergio Aguero. Oh, so, so no Higuain and no Dybala. No, no Higuain and no Dybala. No, so it's uh, that's the starting uh, that's the starting eleven for uh, for little, tomorrow's match. A little match, bit of a so. slight on Juve there. A little bit of a, a slight on the old the old lady. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a strange one, but because uh, I we certainly certainly would have thought at least at least Dybala surely, but uh, I mean Dybala's got many years ahead of him, but uh, uh, he's certainly towards the end of the season has started to show a little bit of promise. Um, but I think uh, all round about Dybala, though, if we look at the last two years, he's uh, he's been openly even mocked by some of his his own fans for for some of the terrible performances that he's been putting in. So he's he seems to sort of come out occasionally on the big stage, and when when you sort of, when all the eyes of the world are on him. But uh, uh, other than that, he's uh, he's apparently been very very disappointing. He uh, also quite famously said that he finds it difficult to play with Messi. Which is right. more or less saying, I would like to not play. Because <laughs> you're not going to, I mean, you wouldn't, you wouldn't hear any Portuguese players saying that about Ronaldo because they wouldn't play either. You know, yes. so because you know, Ronaldo is also the manager of Portugal, right? So he's yes. also, the, yeah, 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 we, as, yeah, yeah. As, assistant well, and yeah, manager. Messi, Messi isn't really with Argentina because Sam, Sampaioli is actually a very good coach. I think there'd be an yes. argument to be made that. If uh, Madrid have obviously found a manager now, they've they've already taken one. But if uh, if they were to you know have their free pick of any of the managers, Sampaioli would, would definitely be the one who would command the most money. You know, like he's he's a he's a proper coach, Sampaioli. Like it, absolutely, 
If, oh, think, like, he's he's definitely in the mold of the uh, of the, the the Pochettinos and the uh, uh, the, the Guardiolas of this world, I think. And uh, he's definitely a very hands-on uh, uh, coach. He's 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 commanded respect from uh, uh, the top uh, managers uh, around the world as well. So very yeah, shouty. No, very shouty. A shouty. Yeah. <laughs> And you know, shouting always gets you far. You know, yes. especially on a, on a football pitch. Uh, you know, on a Sunday afternoon or a Saturday afternoon, whenever your football match is, and nobody can actually hear you. You know, so um, you know you can shout all you will. It's uh, uh, it's uh, besides it's not it's not what you say. It's it's how you say it. So as long as yes, they see it's, you deliver, <laughs> he's the closest thing we're going to have to to um, Conte levels. Conte. Of Absolutely. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I think so. So that should be uh, that should be a lot of fun. Although um, uh, uh, our man Fernando Santos yesterday uh, was uh, or this morning was quite, uh, quite good. I thought, uh, you know, he had his little moments as well. So he gets a little bit uptight sometimes when uh, when the defense don't do when, their job. When Ronaldo doesn't tell him what to say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie, what should I say? And- I don't know what to say. <laughs> And mate, um, look, I, I know that in the last podcast you said you, that you had a little bit of a hatred for Iceland, but are you going to stand by that on that? So this is a difficult game for me because I don't exactly have any love for Argentina either. Um, <laughs> I, uh, it's a, it's a, I'm, I'm watching this game for, for the thunderclap. I'm watching right. this game for, for some messy magic. Right. Uh, and... Um, that's about it, really. I mean, mm-hmm. I expect I expect to do well, and uh, I think the weak point in Iceland's game could be Erson. Uh, so because all of them are called something Sun, so that way I've covered all my bases. Um, <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> let's move on from that. That was terrible. Um, but Argentina, Iceland. Uh, uh, on reflection, it's um, yep. yeah. I, I, I don't oh. care. I don't care. Okay. I was all excited. Right. There was like two teams. I know who the players are uh, good stories, and then I've remembered that I dislike both of them. Uh, let's. <laughs> so go. the last, the last, last match then. The the yeah, last day, final one. Correct. Two teams that uh, both end in IA. Uh, it's the <laughs> IA derby. Um, <laughs> I love the Croatia. IA derby. Beautiful. <laughs> Croatia. Oh, hang on, Australia also ends yeah. in IA. No, no. Oh, yes, it does, yeah. IA. Serbia as well. Anyway, it's, uh, it's one of many IA derbies. This is terrible. terrible <laughs> this issue. is probably the pick of them. <laughs> this is, oh, yes, this is the best one. Croatia versus Nigeria. Good. Um, um, two Luka te- Modric. Two teams with fabulous kits again. Nigeria yes. with a, with a, with a diamond patney one and uh, Croatia with a, their red chessboard. Um, yep. Luka Modric is a name you've already brought up. Modric, Rakitic, Rakitic. Mandzukic, Perisic, uh, Perisic. Yep. And Again. and a blast from my past, Vedran Vedran Choluka. Oh, oh, Choluka. Bring on Choluka. Or as or as Ari Redknapp used to call him, Charlie. Charlie. <laughs> against uh, against uh, Alex Iwobi. Yes. By himself. Yeah, by himself. Well, uh, no, there's also old man John Obi Mikel. John Obi Mikel is in there as well, believe it or not. And Victor Moses as well. Uh, so, so they'll have a couple of good players in there. But, mate, um, uh, did you, you, you saw that uh, Nigeria beat uh, Argentina in, in, uh, in a warm up match 4 uh, 2. But they beat, they, one, I, did, so. I did see that, but they beat a messy less Argentina. It was a messy less. Yeah. <laughs> they, but they were a mess, you know? Yes. 
<laughs> so they were messiness. It was full of mess, but not messy. Mess, but messiness. Yeah, it doesn't make grammatical sense. We know. However, that's that's what happened. Uh, but yeah, no, I, that, I thought. I mean, they went two one down, and then they came back and they 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 spanked them four two. So, um, or two they were two nil down. Sorry, and they they came back and scored four goals. And oh, uh, Iwobi, I thought played really well, and um, and I'm gonna enjoy this because I think uh, Nigeria, you know. Uh, <laughs> Like, like it is with with a lot of the African nations, you're just not sure whether they're going to turn up or not. You know, you're just not sure whether or not they're going to be as as organised as they can be against the far more structured uh, European and South American sides. But on on occasion, they do. They come along and they they produce that flair, that little bit of magic that that we don't that that teams like Croatia are not accustomed to playing against. So I think this one is going to be a, a a cracking match as well. Nigeria have got a big problem at goalkeeper because, uh, very sadly, their first choice goalkeeper, um, he's, uh, he's got cancer, I believe, leukemia. Uh, mm. and, and so it's, um, the, 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 the backup option is, is not tried and trusted. So I think Nigeria have a, a weakness there. And we saw in their recent friendly, um, Harry Kane, um, well, he did a bit of a De Gea. It wasn't as bad as De Gea today, but... The, the 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 Nigerian keeper I think is a bit of a weakness. The defense mm. is otherwise pretty strong. Very rapid team Nigeria. Very rapid, very, mm-hmm, very, mm-hmm. very quick. Croatia have got Perisic, who himself might be the quickest player at the World Cup. He's lightning. Um, yep. I don't know. I would expect Croatia to, like you say, kind of have too much, too much kind little of little bit, little bit too street much. Street smarts yeah. maybe for for Nigeria. I expect a a, a Mandzukic header in a in a mm. one nil win yes yeah it uh i think they will dominate play uh, uh croatia I, I do um but that's just the thing isn't it you just don't know with uh, uh with with a team like nigeria who do have that flair and that c- capability of coming through it um is this the group of death by the way i think this might be i think this might be i don't know i uh, feel like speed. group of, group f might be you know, with your germany sweden mexico south korea i think that may, might be the the hardest group that's that's a pretty tough one. Uh, uh, yes, certainly with Mexico and Sweden. I think South Korea don't, really don't have much of a chance against those three. Uh, but South Korea are not exactly the worst team, uh, worst team in the world. You're right. So, um, but I, I think um, uh, there there are some great groups. Really, when we look at it, so, Group C as well, the one that we just looked at with uh, yeah, France and Australia tasty. and Peru and Denmark. Uh, those are really really tough. But I think this one is really a tough one because actually this this. Uh, uh, is we we've already had two of the the the, ing- the main ingredients that we we would expect in the, in in a World Cup a fantastic football match with Portugal and Spain, uh, which was just a wonderful one for I think everybody to watch. Some really uh, some, some you know a five nil drubbing of a of a, uh, a Saudi Arabian team again. Saudi Arabian team. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and we've had we, we've had teams that. That are supposed to do well disappoint and teams which are not supposed to do well uh, um, uh, surprise so I think now is is now is time when we're starting to get into the meats uh, meat and veg meat and veg blood and guts and gore of the of the tournament every each one of the four games is at a late goal we had we had two goals in injury time in the first game yep uh, an 89th minute winner a, a 91st minute winner and then Ronaldo with yep late goals five late goals in four late games so yeah my predictions for tomorrow are nailed on is a tim cahill header coming off the bench um 
Uh, six France goals. Six <laughs> France return. goals. Um, <laughs> Two, uh, three all draw for Peru, three, Denmark. Three all draw for Peru, Denmark. Sigurdsson nutmegging Lionel Messi. And, Beautiful. Uh, Croatia, Nigeria is a Mandzukic header. See how much of that comes true tomorrow. Um, so uh, I think we should, on, on those notes, leave everybody alone and, and let them get back to salivating over the prospect of four games, um, uh, which is probably the greatest, greatest Saturday of the, of the year. <laughs> from, from me, Jason, and from, from me. Yeah, from, yeah, you're supposed to go from you. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. We're not doing that. We'll just say goodbye. From me, the giraffe, and from you, the polar bear, we're off. That um, was horrendous. Oh, I don't know what that oh, was. Um, can we cut that out? Are we allowed to cut that out? No, or not really? Oh, Bye, oh, everyone. Just like Morocco and Saudi Arabia, this podcast is finished. Three, four, three.